What's up, Central Illinois? Derek Hayden here. Garrett and I love sharing all the awesome stories about our Central Illinois business leaders. We want to make sure our Central Illinois businesses are protected so we can continue to share all these great stories. That's why you should consider another great Central Illinois company, Pekin Insurance, for your business insurance needs. That's right. You can get all the commercial insurance coverages that your company needs from an excellent insurance company headquartered right here in Pekin, Illinois. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important to you, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about their commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. You can also contact your favorite podcast hosts, Garrett or myself, Derek, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome to the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, where business owners, thought leaders, and community champions from across Central Illinois come to share their story. The Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. Anything less would be uncivilized. What's up, Central Illinois? I'm Derek Hayden. I'm here with Garrett Ulmer. We are your hosts for the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast, powered by Zambu. Zambu is a delicious grapefruit or wild berry vodka-based spirit infused with a Brazilian buzz button. It's smooth, tasty, and leaves you with a signature tingle. Learn more at ZambuLiquors.com. Zambu, taste the tingle. All right, Central Illinois, today's guest received her bachelor's and MBA at Eastern Illinois University. She is the host of the WIN podcast and director of workforce investments at Lakeland College in Mattoon, Illinois. Ladies and gents of Central Illinois, please welcome Jamie Korda Hajawi. How are you doing, Jamie? I am great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. We're pretty excited to hear about your story. And I know um, we'll probably get into the podcast a little bit because Garrett and I are kind of podcast nerds, of course. Um, (laughs) But before that, Jamie, I'm going to kick it to Garrett and we're going to get to know you a little bit better through our speed round questions. All right. All right. I see you sweating. Are you ready? Uh, Ready as I'll ever be. All right. First concert that you ever attended. In sync. And bye, bye, bye. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Favorite movie. Oh, Knowing with Nicolas Cage. Okay, gotcha. Favorite ice cream flavor? Mm, Chocolate or vanilla. Depends on the mood. Gotcha. iPhone or Android? Android. Favorite social media platform? I like Instagram, but I'm on Facebook more. (laughs) That's kind of, you know, try to figure that one out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last but not least, why Central Illinois? This is where I was born, and I just keep coming back. Gotcha. Good there deal. you go. We get that one a lot. Just, yep. we're just here. We're just here. <laughs> awesome. Family's here. You got to come back to family. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, you breezed through those questions. You were no a kid. You, you made it under 60 seconds pretty awesome. easy. So this should be a pretty pretty good podcast here. So I was expecting more intense questions. Those were good. <laughs> I it was kind of like yeah. I mentioned before 75 we times recording. three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie. Well, thanks for the answering those questions. Before we get too far, I would like for you to explain to our listeners a little bit about um, your personal background, um, what you do business-wise, and how you became the uh, Director of Workforce Investments at Lakeland. All right. So uh, personal background, I've moved around a lot, started in central Illinois, 
um, for most of my childhood, Rantoul, Champaign area, then uh, went to Colorado for a few years, finished out high school in Florida, and then came back to Illinois to get my associate's degree at Parkland College and then work on my bachelor's and MBA at Eastern in Charleston. So professionally, I started out in food management, um, assistant manager at Arby's and Rantoul for many years. Um, and then got into human resources at a department store in Champaign. And then just the way life works out, I ended up in um, property management in Rantoul with a, a large property company there. Um, I really liked all the things that I did, even though they were all very different. The common denominator was that I was helping people. I was building these relationships and I was training them. I was helping them find opportunities and I just really liked seeing how proud people get of their own accomplishments and I like to be a part of it. So once I got my MBA and I found a opportunity in Mattoon at Lakeland College to work as a grant specialist for the Perkins Grant, which is focused on career and technical education, I jumped on it, moved my little family from Rantoul to Mattoon, spent a couple years helping out students um, who were pursuing workforce ready majors, and then also really learning the side of curriculum and supporting the, the programs that are preparing these students for the workforce. So when the opportunity came up to work as the director of workforce investment, I wasn't quite sure what that was. I knew it had something to do with the WIOA grant, so W-I-O-A. So the opportunity came up. I learned a little bit more about WIOA and realized it is a grant that has the same overarching mission as the grant I was working on previously. It's essentially economic development through workforce development. So really connecting people with jobs, making sure that individuals have the training and education they need to be successful in life and to be self-sufficient. And that spoke to me because my whole professional career, I've been trying to help people be proud of themselves, feel confident and be able to support their families. So took on this job April, 2020 which was the perfect time to take on a new role because everything <laughs> was on fire. But I was like, I think you guys just maybe keep it a little warm in here. Mm -hmm. Nope, mm -hmm. everything's on fire. Um, <laughs> so it's been a heck of a ride, but it, it's it been really interesting, fulfilling. I've seen some of the most amazing collaborations and like success stories and just underdog stories in the few short years that I've been working um, with the WIOA grant. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more happening in the next few years. And I, I cannot wait to see what happens with the local workforce. That's great. Well, it sounds like you're very driven to help people. I am. I can't help myself most of the time, but I can help other people. <laughs> well, Garrett and I can't do either. Um, so we, <laughs> we, just, we just try to do the best we can every day. And, and sometimes we fall a little short. But hey, that's all good. Yeah. So- the try. uh did you have something else garrett did i jump in front of you no no go right ahead the workforce investment uh program so tell us a little bit about exactly who you work with what type of people are you working with primarily okay so workforce innovation opportunity act it's a grant that it's massive it is very complex complicated i've been in this every day for two and a half years and i'm still learning new things so in a nutshell, 
we kind of take a two-pronged approach. We work with individuals who are facing barriers and obstacles to success. I cover a 13-county region that's 6,500 square miles, and there's a lot of people in that big mm -hmm. geographic area. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually contract out the service work for individuals. So CEFS is a um, community action or community action organization, and they work um, on my behalf with individuals who are facing barriers. So they are socioeconomically disadvantaged. They um, single parents, uh, displaced home homemakers, displaced workers, veterans, anyone who's facing barriers, who's just got a little bit more of a struggle than than average. Um, they really work with them to identify what their goals are, what they need to achieve those goals, and give them support along the way. So then also we support local businesses because we can prepare these job seekers for jobs, but if there aren't any, we're what are we doing it for? So I work mainly um, with businesses to just to get them to be aware of what services we offer and what we can do for them. And we support growth. We can um, provide funding for incumbent worker training. So they have someone that's working for them now. They want to, they see a skill gap and they want to get them prepared to get a promotion. I can help them with that. Or they want to hire on um, some individuals that might be facing barriers, but they know it's kind of risky. If you hire on someone who doesn't have a reliable vehicle, like you're risking that that onboarding time and the training costs as well. Sure. So we do try to work with them to reimburse that training, that salary during the training, while that individual is also getting support from our CEFS career planners. And then we also just work to um, do some career exploration and on the job training for youth in high school. So cool. they want to go explore what's out here in our area, but they don't have a great idea. We can place them at a job site where they learn employability skills like professional etiquette, showing up on time, um, just teamwork. And then they can learn some occupation specific skills as well. So if they're really interested in financing, we can place them like with a bank, they'll learn how to be a teller um, or something to that effect. So lots of good resources for local businesses who are looking to grow, expand and train, and then tons of resources for just community members who need a little extra help to get where they wanna go in life. I know you said you cover a huge, you know, span as far as miles goes. When you're working with businesses, are they just local to the Mattoon Charleston area? Are they in that area as well that you cover for the individuals? Are there specific businesses that you work with or is it just general business? I know I threw a lot of questions in that there. That is a lot, but I got an answer for all of them. <laughs> so yes, I serve 13 counties. So think Moultrie County over to Edgar, then down to Lawrence County, and then back over to Marion and in between. I cover okay. all of that. Um, I work with businesses across those 13 counties and I am one person. So we have a local workforce innovation board that's made up of members from all of those 13 counties. And I really rely on them to help make some connections with local businesses. Our board members keep an ear to the ground to know what's going on in that area so that they can make connections. We work closely with economic development organizations as well. Um, so no, I... There are days when I go an uh, hour and a half south down to Robinson, and there are some days where I'm staying around the Mattoon Charleston area or Effingham and everywhere in between. Centralia, like, I, I'm all over the place all the time. Gotcha. Very nice. So when businesses work with you, 
is it is it typically a smaller business or a business that's growing that is needing more people and to build their resources? Or again, like Garrett said, a mixture of both. You remind me, I forgot to mention what businesses we work with and across all industries. So any business, okay. as long as they're in good standing with the state of Illinois. We do like to support more the local businesses. We definitely understand the value of bigger businesses, manufacturers, um, international companies that are in the area. They bring a ton of value, a ton of opportunities to our workforce. And yes, I'll be happy to help and work with them any day of the week. However, our funding, it's grant funding, it's limited. And sometimes the dollar amount that I present to those bigger businesses, they're like, mm, never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a rounding error to us. Um, <laughs> so I do see that we make a bigger impact in local smaller businesses that are looking to grow or just to avoid having to lay people off because if they're yeah. they're not um if they're not making as much money or seeing the same levels of business as prior, you know, they they don't have as many room as much room to make cuts. So mm-hmm. I do make mm-hmm. it a point to try to reach out to more local businesses, um home-based businesses, mom and pops as they're called, but I've worked with big guys too. Gotcha. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that I think we've got a lot of listeners that would fall into that category. I, I think a lot of our our listeners and past guests even are um, kind of the homegrown family yeah. business type uh, business owner, business leader. So if anybody listening out there that has has had some ideas, maybe Jamie might be the right person to contact if you if you have some questions. So, sure. um, so you to communicate all these things that you do and to build education, you started the win podcast Mm -hmm. and you mentioned it to us before we hit the record button. What does win stand for? Win is workforce innovation news, workforce innovation news. So tell us a little bit about the content of your podcast and why listeners may want to join in to, to learn more about it. For sure. Yeah. We talk about, Anything workforce related, which when you get to thinking about that, that's education. That's um, everything. It's job (laughs) seekers. It's um, all kinds of state agencies. It's local businesses. Everyone has a stake in the workforce, uh, just depending on how you look at it Uh perspective-wise. So we've had a a wide variety of guests Spanning, yeah, economic development organizations, local businesses, individuals. We um, featured individual success stories as well for students. Um, oh, so many. Like, I can't even list them all. I can't think of them all. I think we're up to about 22 episodes that have been published. There's still a couple that are in the hopper coming out soon. We release a new episode at least every once a month. That's my goal anyway. Cool. Um and it really is geared towards anyone. You don't have to be a workforce nerd to enjoy them. Uh, I am a workforce nerd, so I get really excited with some of them, and you can tell. Um, but really, we're ho- just hoping to appeal to just the general public so that you learn a little bit more about what's going on in your communities, what opportunities are out there, and maybe get a little inspiration um, you, you know, to jumpstart your new career pathway or change from what you're doing now. There's so many opportunities out there and there's so much that our small communities, we we think rural Illinois, we don't have a whole lot, but there's so much going on right here. There's so much innovation 
There are so many opportunities, really cool things happening and really good people who are very committed to supporting their local communities and hometowns. Like there's tremendous opportunities and I just want everyone to know about them. So how do you go about getting the guests for your shows? Is that, do you reach out to individuals or do individuals, you know, refer or respond to you and want to be on the show? I've had both. Mostly I reach out, especially the first year or so before we got a lot of traction, I was reaching out a lot, but now we're to a point where people are asking me, can, can I be on your podcast? And that's kind of weird, but also exciting at the same time. Yes. I didn't know anyone was listening, but yes, please. Um, <laughs> recently, one of my favorite ones recent um, was with the division of technology, the division chair of technology at Lakeland College. And we talked about how automation and artificial intelligence is affecting the workforce and kind of what he thought would happen in the next five, 10 years um, in the workforce and how automation is gonna play a role in it. And he really took me from being a little bit worried about that topic and scaring people to just being super excited for the new new things that are going to happen, the new skills that um, people are going to need to prepare for. and what we need to get our children in the future workforce thinking about as well. Yeah, very good. So while we're on the podcast topic, I'm going to dig in a little bit because I like to learn about what other podcasters are doing to produce their show. So I think you asked us before we hopped on, if we had like a production team and you are looking at the production team right now, Garrett and I are the production team. So how do you go about, you know, for listeners who are thinking about starting a podcast, how, how did you start recording what tools do you use do you have a production team or is it all jamie it is not all jamie or else it would not happen because <laughs> jamie's busy and also gets frustrated very quickly with technology um so i was uh part of a webinar of another workforce innovation area because what i do in this region is done all across the state is really done all across the united states okay. but in illinois another workforce region was talking about how they started doing a podcast with um, Workforce 180, a production company that specializes in workforce podcasting. I didn't know mm -hmm. that was a niche, but it is. Very nice. Um, so she hooked me up with that company. We have a producer named Doug. He is amazing. Hop on a Zoom call, just kind of like what we're doing now. He records and then he does edit for me because I get super frustrated with trying to move the little bar to the right timestamp and then I give <laughs> up. So he produces and then... Um, edits and then he posts it wherever so that it goes out to google apple stitcher spotify i think if you just google work win workforce innovation news it comes up on all different kinds of platforms so he makes my life so much easier very nice and you said that's workforce 180 is the the name of the cool yes and if you check out workforce 180 they feature all of their podcasts that they do so you can hear things going on in West Virginia and in California, all across the nation. Really cool workforce stories. Very nice. And the, you said it is available on the big, the Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all those. So that's sure that's is. the good thing. Um, awesome. Have you seen, a, I guess, a lot of growth, I guess, resulting from using uh, a host or a, an editor in your situation? Well, since... I never did it on my own. I can't really compare. Uh, I can only assume that it's definitely better than what I would have done on my own. Um, but since our first five episodes compared to our five most recent episodes, we have had over 200% increase in downloads. Um, so we are growing, we are getting traction. It's not an 
you know, it's not thousands and thousands of downloads every month. We're, we're in the, the 100 still, but to me, I feel like, um, every one person who hears a podcast episode and gets this little bit, of, this nugget of information somewhere, it's implanted, it's subconsciously there and they're disseminating it to dozens of people, I'm sure. So even right. if I'm not getting direct downloads, I'm still getting the message out there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you record, I'm asking a lot of questions because we, we actually just, just to give you an idea of what we do other than like interviewing, you know, business leaders, we have a second segment that we release every week called biz tips. And for all the listeners who haven't checked out biz tips, you need to check that out too. So biz tips is where we give um, listeners and followers just a small, quick tip of how they can improve their business every week. So we did a segment just a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago about how to, how to start a podcast. So we, it was just released last month. So it's fresh on people's minds. So that's why I'm asking questions because I feel like it's going to help those people follow up and be like, okay, well, that's what she's doing. Here's what Jamie's doing. Here's what I can do. So, um, and we've, it's funny how many people have reached out to us asking how to start a podcast. Um, so shout out to, uh, Dozer Dial in Effingham and uh, Nick and John in Springfield. And then I actually just was contacted to by a guy in Michigan um, asking us how to start. So shout out to everybody that is starting a podcast. So thanks for answering those questions. Just a quick yeah, story for backstory for sure. why we're getting so deep in the weeds on your, your podcast. And if any of the listeners want to go to Workforce 180 and um, talk about starting something up with them, let them know that Jamie sent you. So maybe I can get a little referral bonus too. There you go. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, I saw that you going to another small business idea. I saw that you are an ordained, um, wedding officiant. Is that right? That is true. I have done a couple of weddings. Yeah. Very right. nice. So what, what motivated you to do that? I don't even remember what the motivation was. I think I was on this kick of like, I'm just going to do all kinds of fun stuff in my life and Uh I'm going to do a wedding. And like right after I went through the online ordaining system process, Uh whatever, I had a family member who was getting married. So he asked me if I would ordain his wedding. Sure. No problem. Did that. It was amazing. Just being part of that moment, even though you're in front of this whole big group, it's so intimate just to see that yeah. connection with the the bride and the groom right there. It's amazing. It is, it's sacred. It really is. Mm-hmm. It, sure. There's no words for it. So I have done one more since then for a good friend of mine. And I, yeah, if anyone out there in the, the central Illinois regions <laughs> looking to get married, I might be able to help you out. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. Derek, I think you need to get ordained. I, mm, I think you'd be be good. I'd be fired after the first one. I think <laughs> <laughs> I would. You know what? I could start my own. Where I could I could be the minister. I could play the. I could be the wedding singer, and then yeah, I think I could. I could. Yeah, you could bring your guitar, cowboy hat. Yeah. Exactly. All the services together, it'll make it so easy on the bride with the planning. Yeah. I think that's yep. that's differentiation there. You will there shoot you right go. to the top of the industry. You yeah, and at the end, if they own a business, we could have them on the show. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Work smarter, anybody, not harder. That is right. Exactly. It's a that's a business idea right there. So if any listeners want to join up, I will I will sell that business idea to you <laughs> for a small fee. 
Um, we can name it the Central Illinois Wedding Specialist or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I also noticed you are a big reader, enjoy reading. So we like to anybody that's a reader, um, Garrett and I kind of push each other to read books, even though we both cannot stand reading. Um, yeah. So we'll trade books back and forth to, you know, hey, I got this one. I actually was able to pay attention and this one had some good stuff. So what are you reading right now, Jamie? So right now I, well, I've technically just finished it up, but um, so you want to talk about race and the author, uh, her name's escaping me and I probably would not say it right anyway. E Egeoma, and I can't remember her last name, but um, I am going to be featured on a panel about race hey. discussions. Wow. I didn't, I don't know how I got invited to that or who thought I was qualified, but I'm going to well, be Congratulations. There. Thanks. Good job. So I've uh, been preparing for that, reading through the book and just trying to come up with, with ideas and my own take on how to make discussions about race a little a little easier and more frequent, even though they can be uncomfortable and often aren't, they're not easy. Sure. 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 Well, great. Well, when's your, when's your panel discussion going to be? Tomorrow here at oh, college wow. it is a staff development. So it's not open to the public. Okay. They're talking about after this, doing more public facing events such as that. So gotcha. be on the lookout, there could be some more coming up. Well, congratulations and good luck. I'm sure you'll, yes. you'll do just fine. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so what other books would you recommend to, um, business leaders that you've read either currently reading or read in the past that you feel would be impactful? Oh, I have read so many. And then once I finished my MBA, I kind of took a step back. From <laughs> I, I don't those. blame you. I don't um, blame you. But within the last year, maybe year and a half, I read, um, uh, was it unconscious bias? Something about leaders having unconscious bias and how to, as a leader, um, kind of be more self-aware of possible unconscious biases, biases that you have, um, how to just self-reflect on that and why we need to do better as leaders to, to address those and try to approach um, situations and just guidance and leadership and mentoring overall by dropping those unconscious biases and and just really focus, focusing on the individual that you're helping and your team that you're leading. Very nice. I like that one. That one was good. Good. Cool. I typed that one out. I'm, I might check that one out too. And as so, a reader, I'm always looking for somebody in, in the habits that they read in because like I said, I do not, it sounds bad. I do not enjoy reading. And I feel like once I get out of my momentum of getting up in the morning and, you know, Think, what do we read somewhere that if you read 10 to 12 pages a day, that it equivalates into 12 books a year or something like that. So I have to break it down into small segments. Do you set reading time aside or do you just dive in whenever you have a free moment? I love to read and I am a book nerd and would like Bell's library in Beauty and the Beast has been my ultimate goal <laughs> since I was like five. So I binge a book. Once I start, like I don't put it down. So I don't read a little bit every day. It'll be okay. one day I'm focused and I consume the entire book. Holy cow. Um, yeah. And I don't really have a, a, a genre that I prefer. I bounce around between fiction, nonfiction, um, autobiographies, uh, Stephen King is a favorite. So yeah, okay. just whatever looks good and is off the top of my reading stack, I grab it and I binge on it. I'm so jealous I don't have of anybody any advice that can have for it. how to make it easier if you don't like to read. 
the, well, I'm jealous of yeah. anybody that's got the attention span to sit down and binge a book. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to force myself every morning to read 10 pages. Like, and, and once some books, it is difficult, like, but I've told myself just get through the book and then go on to the next one. 10 pages can be tough. I mean, <laughs> luckily I'm reading one right now, Garrett, I might have to give it to you. It's about LinkedIn and how to use LinkedIn for prospecting. Okay. It's by a guy named Daniel Disney and it's a, uh, it's like got a ton of spaces in between so I can read 10 pages in like three minutes. <laughs> so I'm breezing That's, through that one. So, oh. but it's, it's got some good information about LinkedIn and you know, that's just so you know, Jamie Garrett and I are probably LinkedIn's probably, if you were to ask us the same question we asked you in the speed round about social media, we probably would both answer LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so I, I've been reading that book and so far, it's got good bits of advice. Um, I, I can't say that I would recommend it for anybody because it's pretty basic stuff that we have already been doing, but it's a quick read and that's what I yeah. like about it. <laughs> I, need, I need pictures and diagrams. Yeah. And he has, he has got pictures and like between chapters, it's a, it's like two blank pages. And then the first chat, the first, um, paragraph of each chapter is like one sentence long on the next page so like you finished four pages and <laughs> no that's great that's not a book that's a pamphlet it's just so. an expanded it's pamphlet. a long one yeah it's it's like a 250 page pamphlet so <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever considered writing your own book um i've been told i should but also i don't have time and i don't know that anyone would believe some of the stuff i wrote Really? <laughs> hey, you didn't think anybody would listen to your podcast either, but you know, look at you now. Uh, yeah, I guess it's surprising. I, I'm more interesting than I think maybe, or everyone's just really bored and looking for something to do. <laughs> well, good for you. Yep. So you are a podcaster, but do you listen to any podcasts other than the Central Illinois Business Leaders podcast? Yeah. You know that you're a raving yes, I listen fan. to that one all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am not good about listening to podcasts because when I'm in the car, I want to hear music. I don't even like to hear commercials. Like I want music. Everyone talks about doing books on tape. Like, no, I want to read a book. I want to listen to music. So podcasts, honestly, they're hard for me. Um, it's out of my comfort zone to record one and be you know, broadcasted everywhere, but it's also just not natural for me to listen to in the car. So sure. I have in the last year made a little bit more effort to listen to some. And I really like um, my Mbialik's um, breakdown with my Mbialik, I think it's called. She talks about some really interesting stuff, a lot of relatable things. And not only is she really entertaining, but she's very intelligent in her perspective. It's, I have mind blown moments frequently with her listening to her podcast. So awesome. I recommend that one. Awesome. Great. So we kind of got you off topic of the uh, workforce investments um, topic, but um, we are actually getting close to the 30 minute mark before we jump off, Jamie, talking to business owners, business leaders, is there anything that you want to leave them with as far as working with you at Lakeland college through the um, workforce investment center Anything that you want to share, like a last bit of wisdom or ideas on? I do support the Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act grant. I can provide funds for training, but I am also the center 
of a spider web of resources. So if you don't know what you need, you just know that you need help and you don't even know where to look, start with me and I can connect business leaders, business owners, everyone to the right resources. There's so much out there. The state has um, a ton of grant opportunities, tax credit opportunities, and we know we need some tax credits here in Illinois. So please reach out. Um, even if you're outside of my um, region, I can put you in contact with my counterpart that is in your region. So um, you can find me at lwa23.net or on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube um, at LWIA23, that's LWIA23. Just search, you should be able to find me, contact me through messages, emails, phones, whatever you can find. I will be happy to connect you with some services that might help you grow or just figure out what it is that you need to, to thrive. Awesome. Excellent. You did a great job, Jamie. Yes. Thank you so much for yep. being here. Thank for, you for having me. This was very yes. cool. And this is, yeah, a little outside my comfort zone, but you guys made it super easy and I really appreciate the opportunity. No yeah. Problem. Well, yeah. Thanks again for coming on. For all you listeners, make sure you're subscribing to the CIBL podcast on your favorite podcast platform. While you're listening, give us a quick review. You can also find us on social media, mainly on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can connect with Garrett and I personally there as well. Until next time, Jamie, you've officially been civilized. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Central Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash C-I-B-L podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It's the civilized thing to do.